Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have my good friend, Brooke Gen. She is an amazing photographer, writer, power couple, the whole nine yards. She's had a very interesting eclectic past and now she's working full-time with her spouse and they're building a business together while building a tiny home. Today on the podcast, we are talking about everything it takes to be a power couple, the steps they took to have her husband Wilhelm come home and work with her full-time and how they're able to travel the world together and do exactly what they've always wanted, whether they realized it or not. It's a really fun episode. Now, forewarning, it's just me. Emily sounds like a frog today and decided not to join us, but I'm sure you'll hear a solo episode from her coming up shortly. So I hope you enjoy and have a listen. Hey, Brooke, welcome to the show. Hey, I am so excited to finally be here. I know. Oh, for those of you who don't know, Brooke and I, I would like to say are good friends. She lived for a long time in Kansas City and then decided to move away and ditch me for life, but whatever. But I'm excited to talk to you today a little bit about working with your spouse and a bit about your new adventure with power couples. I know I've thought off and on about working with my husband and since the guys aren't here, I feel like we can really talk about yes, it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So how did you decide? I mean, I know you've kind of always wanted to, but what was the final like, he's going to quit his job and we're going to do this together? Oh, man. He loves when I tell this. That's sarcasm. So let's see. About a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago now, Wilhelm just started. Uh, so for those who don't know, he was working in retail at the time. He was a bakery manager and supervisor. So he dealt with a lot of people. And he is the nicest guy on earth, but 
I don't, he just didn't love working one-on-one with people in that capacity. And I don't think he knew that when he went in, into it. And uh, long story short, a couple years into it, a year and a half ago now, he was just like this old, grumpy German monster. And I was like, ah, what did I see? We got married really fast. So I really was thinking, oh my God, everyone was right. We got married too fast. I didn't even know this guy. He's crazy. And so I was like, we got to have a talk. Like, where did you go? Who are you? What is happening right now? And he was like, I hate my job. I don't want to do it. I don't know what else to do. He was working with me on the weekends at the time, but we hadn't really made a plan for him leaving his job anytime soon. But I said, that's fixable. Like that's figure outable. A lot of things in life seem pretty daunting, but that really didn't seem that scary compared to like thinking maybe that was his personality. So, so yeah, we just started to make a plan then for me to amp up my work at the time it was in photography and uh, to be able to at least match his income so that he could leave. Things were tight, but we, you know, we're just like, let's do it. So as soon as we could financially. He he gave his notice and we wrapped it up. That's so crazy. Like I remember like witnessing this all happening because you know, he's just a normal working dude and you were doing the creative thing and I mean, just just so you know how integrated this woman is in my life. Like she shot my aunt's wedding. So like her and her husband were there. Like, so I'm just very used to this. And the, the idea of you working together just seems so natural from the outside. But did it feel like something that was normal to you? Or did it take some getting used to? Well, first, we were super scared to tell our families because they're just really more traditional, especially his like, go to college, get a normal job, work there for 30 years, retire, you know, whatever sequence normal people take. And so I was really nervous about him leaving his job, especially because I'm in the creative world and that's not something that he ever showed interest in. So his family kind of thought he was crazy. So that was my biggest fear jumping into it. And once we got over that hurdle, we sort of just like told them after we did it so that we didn't have to deal with everyone's opinions. But when we jumped in, yeah, it's, it's still a major transition working together, especially we've actually made another shift in our business. And now our primary business is our copywriting. And so while I had trained him up in photography, and he knew his role, and it was like working pretty seamlessly. When we moved away from that, it's been a whole nother shift of roles and figuring out which parts fulfill each of us and what we need to outsource because maybe neither of us are good at it. So it's it's a work in progress still. Well, that's good. Where do you think it's going to, with that extra energy, like what do you think that's going to allow you to do now? Oh man, it's something new every day. It's funny actually, more than not, and I think this is, it sounds anti-romantic, but I think it's wonderful. Wilhelm always tells me no. So I'm coming up with a new business idea every minute of every day. And almost always it's a no. It's a no, no, hell no. And so occasionally when I get a yes, I know it's a hell yes. And I know it's something that we should go for and do. So he keeps me in check because he's a big dreamer too. So we could get carried away pretty easy. And I, I get carried away really easy. So yeah, having him to say no is actually, I love that about him. So, but yeah, I guess it's opened up room for creativity. We've uh, been able to start the Power Couples podcast, which has been our our latest baby. And uh, we're planning now we're writing a book of helping people leave their nine to fives. So it's uh, case studies of different people in very different arenas, and how they've left their nine to fives and 
examples and inspiration for that kind of thing because it's been such a life changer for us. Well, I I still dream of the freedom. Like as much as I have it in my life, my husband still reports to like a normal job and checks in, checks out, whatever. And I look forward to having him home someday, but I worry that like there will be too much together time. You know, like, I mean, I like my independence and being alone. So how have you been able to like keep your space and keep your distance as necessary? Because as an introvert, that's really important for me. Yeah, super important for me too. And we get along so well that I naively thought I want to spend every minute of every day with him. And while I want to spend more minutes with him than anyone else, I definitely don't want to spend every minute of every day with him. So only recently, a couple weeks now, we've been doing one or two days a week where he loves to golf. I love to be home. And so he'll go out and either spend the whole day golfing or the whole afternoon golfing, kind of depending on what's going on and, or just go over to his brothers, watch the Cavs game, whatever's going on. And he like, it's not just like go out and take two hours, like for me as an introvert, I need to like settle into my alone time, light my candles, pour my wine. I like to watch a whole movie by myself. So he'll go, he'll, he'll leave and it'll be, I would say it's at least four hours once or twice a week. And we're like totally separate. He's out of the house. As for other people, I'm sure that would be, they'd like to be the one out of the house, but I love to be home by myself. Oh, I think that would be so necessary. Like I've definitely thought of it in the way of having him home, but like outside or um, like he loves outdoors, like loves being in the yard, whatever. And so our dream is to have like a big house with a big yard, which I feel I realize is like completely the opposite of what you want. But and I can like send him to the barn with like the goats and the chickens and the dogs and he can just hang out outside all day and I don't have to see. Right. Him. Yeah. I love him. I, I am with you. <laughs> So tell me some secrets about being a power couple that you've maybe shared on the podcast or things you're saving for your book that you're going to give people a sneak preview of. Yeah. Okay. So everybody always wants to know what's the one key. And for a long time, I really thought it was communication. And we communicate often. I wouldn't say we're the best communicators of all time. We communicate in different languages. So it's, it's still a lot of work. But I would say more than communication, we recently realized that it is being proactive. That is the key. So that can be applied to so many ways, in my opinion, whether that's being proactive for date nights, being proactive for having your alone time, um, being proactive to go to therapy or couples retreats, whatever it is, it's looking forward together rather than reacting to the situations of life. That has been the key for us. And I think that's like, kind of our our jam right now is proactivity. That's awesome. Like I would love to be more future focused, but Jared is all about like what are we having for dinner tonight and what when am I cutting the grass this week? Like his window is maybe 3 days. And like, he doesn't think past that. And so like it was a really big deal that we planned a trip for June and cuz we just never leave. We're always home, which is fine. Like I make that sound like it's terrible and I'm trapped or whatever, but I really enjoy being home because as soon as I leave, I'm always like, when are we coming home? (laughs) But I, I don't know. It's just hard to imagine 
making that work for us. So what sort of ways have helped with that? Or is it like actively bringing it up or, or how are you bringing it up to make that an option for you guys? Yeah, I love that. So I spoke with Emily about this recently. The retreat that we went to was called Retrovi. It was a really interesting and cool experience. It's more so for couples who are on the rocks. And we knew that going into it. We we had had it, we'd heard about it from other couples who had said it was life-changing, but they were like near divorce. But my parents actually went to it a few years ago. And my dad always said he thought people should do it even before they got married. So it's been on our radar for a long time. It came through Cincinnati, where we're living now. And we took the opportunity to go. It's a just a long weekend thing, three days. And their main focus is what they call dialogue. And I think we didn't know we were doing it. And we certainly weren't doing it to the extent that that can be, you know, life changing. But where you would think it's communicating every day, dialoguing is, it's actually written, you're writing to each other on a set topic every day. And it can be, how do you, it's about feelings for the most part. How do you feel? And I'm going to go super generic about fresh flowers. And you write separately from one another. You talk about it. And there's a couple of like specific things you you hit on a scale of one to 10. They make me feel joyful. On a scale of one to 10, it's a nine. And so you start with these like mild questions. They didn't actually do fresh flowers. It was a little more intimate than that. But you start with these mild questions and then you you dig deeper and you, you're supposed to do these every single day. And it takes 10 minutes, 10 separate and 10 together. So 20 a day. And the act of it is incredibly revealing. Not only are you on the same team doing the same thing every day and agreeing to work on your relationship in this 20-minute increment every single day, but you are like the things I learned about Wilhelm and vice versa, especially if you have a partner who doesn't express verbally a lot, which Wilhelm, he doesn't, that's not his love language, it's not words of affirmation or or any sort of words. So to be able to get a little glimpse into those thoughts that I never would have tapped is super cool. So they call it dialoguing and we try to do it every day now. And uh, one of the things you do is you compare it to something in nature and he'll probably kill me for sharing this, but it was so cute. One of his was something made him feel safe. And on a scale of one to 10, I think it was a nine or a 10 and his, what it would be like in nature was uh, a little sheep on the top of a hill where none of the wolves could get to it. And I just thought like, oh my God, how would you so even, cute. right? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, whatever it was, I just like blew my mind. Cause you like, you would generally never get a response like that out of your spouse. Yeah. So his imagery is really fun because you get a little peek inside their imagination. So I thought that I really, really like it. I think it's fun. And then of course it, it facilitates this open space every single day for those talks about what's more important to you. And then you start to accidentally implement on a scale of one to 10, how important is that to you just in regular conversation. And the other night, I forget what it was. He wanted to do something. Oh, he wanted me. He wanted me to go to Walgreens with him. He had to go pick something up. And we had just gone home from a long trip. I missed my cats. I was so happy to be home, but I kind of got the feeling that he like actually wanted me to go with him. And he normally likes to run errands on his own. And um, it sounds so dorky, but I was like, okay, scale of one to 10. Cause he was like, Oh no, it's fine. You can stay. And I said, scale one to 10. And he said, eight. And I was like, okay, I'm going, you know, like where I wouldn't have otherwise maybe known that he really wanted my company for whatever reason. 
so yeah, we use that. And I think it's cool. I think that is, uh, would be my suggestion for opening that communication window. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So is there like a book you follow or how have you come up with the prompts that you dive into? So with Retrovi, they sent us home with, I think, a couple months worth of prompts um, because there's follow-up classes every Saturday for six weeks, I think. We were out of the country for a lot of them, so we missed them, which was sad. But they give you like seven new prompts or 10 new prompts each 
weekend. So they keep you pretty flush with those so that you don't have to to think of on your own. And then they teach you how to start to create those questions on your own going forward. That's awesome. Well, I have a book that Jared and I got. I can't remember for the life of me what it's called, but it's definitely more from the perspective of like a Christian marriage. And it has like Bible verses that go with it, but it's a similar vibe where you, you have an open discussion about a very specific topic and it was super interesting to me, the things that would come up and it, it's this conversation is making me miss doing that on like a nightly basis. I think we did it for two weeks and got distracted with life because that just happens. But I definitely want to dive back into it because it's nice to know these things you wouldn't otherwise know as much as like anyone who's met my spouse knows he's a talker. He, Brooke knows he's a talker. He loves to talk, but it's very, it's surprisingly very surfacey, if that makes sense. And yeah. so I don't hear about his feelings or like what his dreams are or like where he wants to be in his life very often. It's, it's very much what's just going on in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause yeah, you can be a communicator without really doing those deep dives. So it's, it is nice to have something in place that opens that up because I mean, if you're doing it every day, like you said, you know, went great for two weeks. And then of course you get off track, we do the same thing, but when you're doing it every day, it leaves so much opportunity for it. Like eventually you're, you're done talking about fresh flowers or whatever the prompts are. And you start to make those, those questions on your own. Or like you said in the book, if it starts to ask about dreams and things like that, you know, guides the conversation, which is nice. Yeah. I think having that outside perspective makes it a lot easier to have conversations that would potentially like prevent arguments later because you're all of a sudden more aware of like where their priorities lie and how they view certain things that you just take for granted. Like I've been with him a decade. (laughs) You think I'd know the guy by now, but you're still surprised by some of the things they say. So what else? What else besides this dialoguing were you able to take away from this retreat? Anything else? Nuggets of gold? Let me think. That was our main one from this. Um, We're actually going to another retreat. It's actually a power couples mastermind, but they're doing a really good job of making it a balance of masterminding and all these, you know, invigorating ideas and whatnot and relaxation, which I appreciate because we go to a lot of business related things together and your brain kind of gets confused on, is this vacation? Is this work? What are we doing? So I think that we're really excited about it's coming up. It's in Costa Rica in October. Again, I don't keep the schedule. It's sometime in the fall, but it's a power couples retreat and we're really excited. I think that that'll be uh, the people who are hosting it are productivity experts but they also like, it's very cool to watch their lives. Um, their names are Carrie and Demir and they use their productivity hacks and they truly have a great business that runs on a short amount of t- hours a day. And they take salsa lessons together and they travel together They're, They both, he has a health coach cause he's had some health issues. They, they take a lot of time for themselves and as a couple and, um, it's really nice to have good influences and uh, people to look up to. I think they're doing a really good job. So we're really excited to to do that and invest in our relationship by going to another retreat. What other p- 
power couples do you pay attention to online? Is there certain people you love following on Instagram or reading their emails or? Oh, I'm not on nearly enough power couple email lists. And I need to change that. Uh, I love Lori and Chris Harder. She is a, a fitness expert, but we saw them speak at the 10X conference in February and she brought me to tears. I really, uh, I just felt she was super genuine and she talked about their relationship. And even through, uh, I think her husband was in the housing business to some extent. And so when the recession hit, which my family is in housing, so he, I think lost his company or lost his job during the recession and things were really, really hard. I think they were going to lose their house. And through all of that, they were, they were mad at the world and mad at themselves and all of this bad stuff was happening around them. And she said that every single night they still took their walk together. She said, sometimes we didn't talk to each other, you know, but, but doing that, like just kept that flow going for their relationship and they made it through it. And now they're both huge successes together and separate. And um, I have goosebumps talking about them. I'm dying to get her on our podcast and like dive into that more because she really just touched on it lightly in her talk. But I thought it was really moving. And I thought it was really interesting. I mean, it's the same thing as that like 20 minute dialoguing or whatever it is. It's that daily little time. You don't go too many days without, you can't look back and think, oh, when was the last time we really talked or spent any time together? Like, even if it was minimal, like, you know, every single day they're putting aside time for you. So I thought that was really cool and powerful. So I love them. Who else do I love? I have friends who, her name is Katya and she is a chief marketing officer, agent. What did they call yeah, those people? CMOs? Officer. In, uh, she just moved back to Finland and she works with a company that like is related to NASA and she does all this cool stuff. And her husband was a helicopter pilot and built helicopters for Obama's presidency and all sorts of cool stuff. So I, I, and they're like super low key, but like he's from Texas, she's from Finland. They met in Ireland. They've been married for, oh my gosh, at least they have to have been married for 20 years. They've got three kids. All their kids were born, I think in different countries, maybe different continents. So they've done like the whole nomadic digital life thing together with a family, which I think is really inspiring. I try to get them on the podcast, but Matt, the husband does not think he qualifies as a power couple. So we're working on his mindset. We're going to get him on the podcast soon. But yeah, they're kind of my favorite, like low key power couple for sure. Yeah. I always find it so interesting. Most of the ones that I can think of, the man, the masculine guy is not as dominant which is interesting to me. And I don't know if that's just in like the internet space, but like the female one takes on the masculine role and takes on the dominant role and is more present online and like out there. And I don't Mm -hmm. know if that has anything to do with their success or not, or, or what that means for men these days. But um, I'd be curious on your take on that. Oh, that's so interesting. I have an interview coming up with my very favorite therapist and dear friend, Jamie. And I'm going to ask her that question because I don't know if I have a, a good, good grasp on my thoughts on it, but it's very intriguing. I don't even know if I had made that connection. I do find that a lot now that I'm running some through my head. Like Wilhelm is a Scorpio and that always surprises people um, because he's so chill. So maybe these men have like, like their underlying quieter power kind of thing going. And maybe it, you know what, here, I do have a thought. 
I think that a key to being a power couple, any sort of couple, successful couple is your ability to allow your spouse to impact you. And I think that women are programmed to do that. I think that we've been conditioned for it, even to the negative, you know, too far to allow people to impact us. Not men haven't been programmed the same way by society, at least in American culture. So I think that when you get a really open-minded man who is willing to be affected by his partner's thoughts and ideas and such, I think that's crazy powerful. Yeah. In fact, my own parents, they both ran their own businesses. And even growing up, I was little and knew that if they, they both loved each other and respected each other, but, but they kept their own separate boundaries and they didn't need to run their businesses together, but they had ideas about each other's and weren't super willing to, they were, they were the expert and they didn't want anything to do with that person's opinion on that particular topic. I think it was to their detriment. I think they would have been much stronger had, I know my dad would have been much stronger had he listened to some ideas my mom had back in the day. And I think that comes from a masculine upbringing and, and not knowing the power that your, your partner knows you really well. And whether or not they're in your business or not, literally, they're a part of it. And they hear about it and they know it and they feel it. You respect them enough to marry them. You should probably hear them out if they've got ideas on your business. So I, I think that maybe it's men who are open to being impa- impacted by their, their partners. Interesting. I'm curious if there has to be something that goes back generations when it comes to that, because I think about my family and the way I was raised and then my grandparents and how they were raised. And even though like the culture dictated that women were supposed to be submissive, say in the 50s, my grandma was like, straight up in charge the entire time. And she loved it. Like she loved being domineering. She worked, she even worked in like a masculine field. She worked in the automotive industry and she didn't care. Like she just didn't let anyone stand in her way. And so I don't know. I'd be curious to meet the mamas of all these men who've kind of let women become I don't know, come into mm-hmm. their own. I don't know. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. I would too. That sounds like a really interesting series. The moms of, yeah, the men with really like, like you said, outwardly powerful women, like who who show up a little bit more and are the face of the the brands and whatnot. That would be very interesting. The men who marry those women and their moms. Yeah. I know that's like a complicated, convoluted thing, but like, I'd be curious. Tell me about Wilhelm's mom. Like, do you think that's affected the kind of person he is? Definitely. Patty is wonderful. We're super, super different though. I know a lot of the time people like marry someone similar to their parent. Wilhelm's mother was born to be a mother. It is her life's mission and goal. And all she wants now is grandbabies. So she's rather heartbroken that we're not planning on children. And, and and his brothers are both younger. So she's like waiting forever. Neither of them are married. But she genuinely was born to be a mom. She's always known it, doesn't have... But I also see her now, her kids are grown and she's in this place where she's like, huh, maybe, maybe there's something else I want to do. I don't know what it is. So maybe it's just uh, cyclical and some people go through that yearning for career or passion in that way sooner or later. And I think maybe hers is coming later, but 
she's a delight, but we don't have a lot in common. So I don't know if I can pinpoint how she impacted him in, in those regards. I have to think about that one a little harder. Well, think about it. In the meantime, let's do talk strategy to me. And I would love to hear like three to five takeaways for people who are interested in shifting from being a solopreneur to having their spouse be a bigger part of it. What are some things they need to work on in the relationship before they start working together? Yeah, I think that's okay. So if you're wanting to... I'll use us as an example. So he was in a traditional role. I think that's probably the the biggest case is one person's in the online creative world and the other one is probably in a traditional job. So I think first things first is opening the conversation and to discuss what you actually want out of it. For us, we one of the original goals was like we thought we wanted to be destination wedding photographers. We thought we had like, we were like really niched down on what we wanted. But as we've gone further, the we've like pulled zoomed out on the picture. And what we really wanted was uh, location independence, freedom to pick up and go or freedom to stay. And it took us a while to figure that out. We thought that maybe like this specific thing was our dream job. So I would challenge people to look at what you want and then try to zoom out on that picture and figure out really what that job you're looking at represents for you, what kind of freedom it is. And that gives you more possibilities, which is cool. And maybe you skip a step of having a job you you're not so passionate about also. Okay. So that's what I would do. I would do the zoom out and let's see what else. I think the daily, the daily discussions, not even about that leaving the job or whatever. Maybe it's just about how you feel about things, about your dreams. Again, I think that's going to reveal what your deepest desires are, what kind of freedoms you're looking for. You know, maybe you're going to find that you want that freedom so you can stay home with your kids someday, or that you want to eventually live in another country together, but you want to, you know, to have the same sort of clients or whatever it is. I think those day, small daily discussions of desires really opens up opportunity to figure out where your spouse is coming from and where you're coming from. Half the time I'm figuring out more about myself, which is revealing and fun slash scary. Let's see. And what else would I do? More tactically, um, you have to work backward from what you want. So if you want your spouse to join you and your finances require a certain amount of money per month or year, take that number that they make. Um, what we did is we we took out the excess. We took out things we didn't need so we could reach that goal faster. But if you just take the number that they're making that you guys are getting by on and just you've just got to work backwards and figure out how that side business or your business can support that. You have to think about things like insurance. That kind of stuff sort of sucks. <laughs> yeah, work backward from that. And, uh, and don't forget about little nuances like, you know, maybe his or her job, the traditional job covers your insurance, things like that. Make sure you, you factor in for that and reverse engineer that. It really is not so scary when you put it on paper and you do the numbers. Like I said, the scary thing for me was like telling his family that he was going to jump into business with me. I mean, it, I think that was scarier for me than when we told them we were getting in, or getting married and we had only been dating for nine months. You're a strange cookie, but I love you. And I really <laughs> am so glad you came on the show. Let's tell the audience where they can catch up with you online. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Brooke and Wilhelm. It's how it sounds. W-I-L-H-E-L-M. And you can find us on Facebook there too. Where else are we? Brookeandwilhelm.com. It should be launching any day now. It's going to cover, we've got a new blog coming out. I'm so excited to blog again. So we'll have stuff about minimalism and our new tiny home that'll be done in one month from now. Um, we'll have stuff about the laptop life going from your nine to five to living online if you want to. And Power Couples. Yeah. And you can find us on iTunes, the Power Couples podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was great catching up with you. Thank you. Yes, it was fabulous. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.